You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. Warning. The views expressed come from men who've spent half their lives in grease-stained overalls, inhaling hazardous fluids. Before taking any advice, consider the source. This program will contain humor of a questionable nature. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far. He'll change your oil or fix your flat. And he'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al. It's a great day because we all woke up. You know what the options are. <laughs> Welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. Could be the oldest and largest radio show of its kind. It is the largest Canada. radio in Canada. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we've been around now for 19 years. Can't believe my socks are that old. Anyways, uh, we got a great show lined up for you. Uh, Trevor Hutchinson is with us today. He's the uh, VP of Crown. Well, you can call me anything. Dave. Crown Prince. <laughs> I'm not allowed to call you Crown Prince. <laughs> well, you know, once you're royalty, you don't want to leave that. I you? know what it's like, yes. Carrie <laughs> uh, uh, Schmidt's going to be with us, uh, our favorite OPP cop, uh, with some serious issues about that big accident on the 400 series mm-hmm. highways. And also we're going to talk about how we're just not nice to each other out there anymore. You know, it's like a car race. Everybody's an F1 driver. I get behind the wheel of the car, and you're not passing me, baby. Oh, so that finger is the F1 finger? Is I thought it was. I tell you, I was great. Oh, Formula One. Okay, okay. <laughs> Dave McLean. I, I remember this name from last year. It's the auto show. Well, the auto show's coming in February. Dave has announced that they're giving away tickets, and we're going to be down there, by the way, uh, with the town hall, like last year. And we were going to broadcast there with AM 740 on the Saturday. And on a family day, we'll be doing the town hall. And we should be announcing that we have a great contest from Crown. It's so complicated, we don't know what we're giving away. (laughs) We're just giving away lots of stuff. Yeah. I had 200 entries last night. So uh, go to davescornergarage.com, click on the button Entry, and that'll just take you to the site. Or if you've got an email from us because you're on our mailing list, click on that Entry list there and get on the contest. Uh, we're giving away stuff continually, so I don't know when. I think in two weeks we start giving stuff away, like floor mats, crown services, tires from Salins, a weekend with Alan. And, oh, no, you're not doing <laughs> <laughs> And we're giving away free information, so if you've got a car care question, any concern at all about your automobile or light truck, by all means, you will hear the phone numbers in a second, and you can give us a call. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All righty. Dave, Dave's Corner Garage is on the air. By the way, davescornergarage.com. That's our website. It's brand new. We just redid it again. It's nice and simple. Our sponsors are in there. And speaking of which, Trevor's with us in the showroom. Trevor, uh, quick question. Somewhere in Canada, there is snow right now. <laughs> And you had something this morning, or what happened? Well, you know, I was explaining uh, the story earlier about that, uh, you know, coming from from the north, 
uh, as we get down below about five degrees, they start putting magnesium and calcium chloride on the road. And they're doing it to prevent icing on the roads. Right. Right. And so this is this is what, when mixed with moisture, is contributing to the significantly increased corrosion on vehicles. Right. And that's and that's the worst time. I know we talk about it that in the springtime, you know, when it's warm, that's actually when the rust is the most active. So you're saying, too, that even now the temperature is not below zero. But when it's mostly at that freeze point, that's when it's the worst, eh? Yeah, that that, that is worse because when it gets too cold, uh, rust is almost dormant, mm-hmm. right? But what happens is when we're when we're at a point now where we have a lot of moisture that's out there, and uh, just before the snow is going to fall, uh, what happens is the road departments are out there spreading this to prevent icing on the roads. But what happens is it adjusts the actual temperature of the pavement. That's why they're putting it on there to prevent ice from forming where we used to use rock salt, mm-hmm. yes. right? But rock salt couldn't do that. It wasn't really there for it. It was it was usually put down after the fact. So this is the liquid spray you're talking about. That's right. So okay. you, the, the way you'll identify it is you'll actually see lines on the road. Mm-hmm. It'll be a discoloration on the road. They'll have lines on the road. And so what happens is our vehicles, as we travel over it, especially as it gets wet, out there is that's being stuck underneath the vehicle. It's on the chassis, gets onto the brake lines, brake components, things like that. And as you go through heating and cooling spells, what happens is we're reactivating that material. Now, somewhere I heard they use beet juice. Yeah. A lot of areas use beet juice. And what they're doing is they're doing it as as a binding agent or a tackifier to keep it there. Right, but what happens is when that gets underneath the vehicle, like on uh, transmission casings, for instance, uh, it'll actually form like a barnacle does on a boat. It Mm -hmm. hardens on there, and it's very difficult to get off. But braking components will see it. Uh, You'll get rust jacking on brakes. So this this is really destructive and corrosive stuff to metal, uh, but it's better for the roads. Well, little little vinegar, some onions, and uh, you're good to go. (laughs) That's right. Well, you know you know what you know what's funny is that. Sometimes you will get a, a different smell off of that material oh, that right? as well. Yep, because when you when you add uh, the beet juice to it, which is an organic, mm-hmm. uh, it's also got a lifespan. Yeah, right. And what happens is when you heat it up, you can actually get a, a distinct odor to it. Really sounds like a commercial for Whole Foods or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something. Now Crown's been around since 1966. 1986. I'm having a dyslexia. A- April of 1986. We started. How did we count. start? So it it started where our our uh, president Freeman Young had uh, got together uh, a group, uh, a small group. There are about twelve. Uh, individual operators of rust control centers, and they started the company Crown with the idea that uh, they had come from a, another franchise organization. So the idea was that they wanted to start a company where the control of the business stayed with the individual operator. So it's a co-op. So, yeah. So it became a co-op. So where they owned, in essence, a share in the company. But the idea was is that uh, we would have a head office that would produce the materials and help in marketing and sales and R&D, but the the real value of the business was the strength of the co-op. And so where it started from 12, you know, in Canada back in April of 1986, we've now got over 270 in Canada now. We've got over 30 in the United States, right, and we're in right. 15 other countries as well. But the the core 
value, if you like, of the company, the the mission statement is is very much the same. That this is a dealer run co op. You know, it's funny. I was uh, we have a place in Florida, and I go down for a while, and I talk to people down there. There's rust problems in Florida. I didn't yeah. realize they were yeah. so serious. Yeah, it, it's the moisture, right? The yeah. moisture and the salt air. That's that's the real key to it. And that's it, it's funny because uh, people in 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 Canada, specifically in the east, understand rust and mm-hmm. corrosion a lot better because we, we've dealt with it most of our lives, right? Well, sure, they're getting like a double whammy. They're getting it from the road, which we do here, but they're getting it from the air as well. That's right. And so, you know, when you when you combine those two factors, you realize that that's part of maintenance. Uh, we're You know, we've gone into the United States over the last number of years and professional people, people that operate uh, heavy-duty equipment for, for a living, understand the issue with corrosion, particularly with electrical issues and things like that. But for the retail public now, especially in about 26 of the northeastern states, this has become a real issue for them. And the funny thing is, is that there's a real gap is that there's not a lot of service out there to address these issues. You either address it at the time you buy a vehicle or you're prematurely getting rid of the vehicle because the body's closing. Well, sure. And, you know, commercial vehicles, whether they be big trucks or specialty vehicles, can cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're not usually flipped you know, every five years. No, the 10-year lifespan. Exactly. So, you know, they know the importance of doing the maintenance, the preventative maintenance, so that these vehicles don't break down because you can't afford those Alan, it's more than that. In Florida, I was talking to a guy at the airport and these small aircraft Mm -hmm. that are near the ocean and they're made out of aluminum, they just turn to powder. Wow. Yeah, it's really a serious thing. So, uh... I'm trying to get the franchise for Florida. You know, the answer, my friend, the answer, my friend, is blown in the wind. Yeah, there you go. Alrighty. Uh, by the way, if you missed one of our shows, you can go to davescondogarage.com, and there is a button there, and you can pick up the podcasts exactly. of any of our shows. So if you like something that you heard, you can go back and listen again. We'll be right back. It's Dave's Corner Garage coming to you live. Semi. <laughs> Alrighty, we're back. Garage door is wide open. We're going to take some phone calls. There's yes, a... we have Trevor Hutchison from Crown in the studio. Yep. And, uh, and you know, people always want to find out about the product, and we've got a caller on the line already. His name is Al. Oh, sorry, Dave. And uh, anybody who calls in is going to be eligible for a $50 uh, gift certificate? Yeah, I still got a box of leftovers. <laughs> Perfect. Let's give them out. All right, well, we're going to go to Unionville now and speak to Al. Al, what can we do for you? Well, I'm interested in the Crown, but I hesitate. Because... Why? My experience has been that if any oil product gets on the wiring system, over the years it starts to become crisp and brittle and uh, cracking and the rest of it. So I hesitate to get a crown for that reason. All right, well, well Trevor's here. You can address that, Trevor? Yeah. Well, you, you're, you're, you're absolutely partially right. <laughs> it's like being married. <laughs> no, they're never right. There. Yeah. So, so what what it is is it's it's not the oil in a product that does that to the plastic coating on the wiring. It's the solvents that are in it. And I'll give you an example. Um, Volkswagen used to use uh, a very well known penetrant product uh, that started with a W and ended in D forty. And they had all kinds of electrical issues, and they actually issued memos out to not use that on the wiring mm-hmm. for that reason. Um, the, the Crown product's a very <gasps> different uh, chemical formulation. We actually don't have solvents in it. We actually manufacture our corrosion inhibitor specifically for most of the trucking manufacturers. Mac and Volvo, for instance, use our product under their own branding that we make for them 
for electrical issues. International Navistar Freightliner. Uh, so it is It is one of our largest uses is for electrical. Yeah, it prevents us oh. from going green. Yeah. All right, Al, are you happy with that answer? Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. didn't know that. Al, I want you to hang on, um, and we're going to give you a gift certificate because uh, i got a box of them. i got to get rid of them. <laughs> well, and because you want to give them one. <laughs> I want to give you one. And uh, so you hold on, and, and uh, Sebastian will take your uh, phone number down, and then we'll contact you and uh, arrange to get it out to you. Okay, very good. Thank okay. you for that. And you know what? You'll become part of uh, – you'll be back next year. It's like <laughs> – I've every car that I've ever owned since I've met these guys, which is like back in the 80s, I've always rust-proofed. And I got more money. My Jeep was 10 years old. There wasn't a spot of it. I got 15 grand for a 10-year-old Jeep. And that's, that's wholesale. Incredible. That was dealer to dealer, and he's selling it for twenty thousand dollars. Well, you know, Al had, a, car. Al had a specific question, you know, and we, we we've answered his. But other people have called in too, because you know, a lot of times the dealers trying to sell their own rust package, eh? Yep. And 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 people will be told that if if they get their car crown, it's going to affect the warranty. Can you address that? Yeah, for sure. Um, if you're buying a Volkswagen or a Porsche or an Audi. Uh, it absolutely will because it specifically says in their manual yep. that that any aftermarket rust protection. So they they take the burden of of their corrosion package mm-hmm. on. Um, obviously, we we have a little different opinion on that, but we're also not putting the warranty on their vehicles. Every other manufacturer um, doesn't have statements. What what they say in their warranty is is they don't want to market uh, say after market work, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't want to warranty somebody else's work. So for instance, if, if somebody buys a, a Ford F-150 mm-hmm. and they're going to go get um, some accessories put on and, and they have to drill holes to fasten, say, a step assembly or you right, know, rail, right, something right. like that. What they want to say is they don't want to warranty somebody's workmanship if they cause a problem with the vehicle, which, which, which is understandable, which is completely yeah, understandable, yeah, yeah. right? What they can't do though is 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 say to a consumer, you can only purchase this through us, or it'll void your warranty. And so, usually, what happens with consumers is they go into a dealership and they're given a story. So, in in the case of rust protection, they may say, well, you can't go to somebody aftermarket, and then the next sentence is. Here's what we're offering you. Yes. So in essence, they're offering you an aftermarket product as well, right. usually through a third party, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's we're trying to help consumers get educated on on what's available to them and, and what their rights are. So and quick, that short list of German vehicles was again? Uh, Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche. Okay. To the Volkswagen brand. Because yep. they're busy polluting the air, so they have problems. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Nine, 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 nine. You know, I mean, ha- having said that, we, we still have, like, like we've got, we probably spray 700, 720,000 vehicles per year just in Canada. Yeah. And we do an awful lot of the Volkswagen brand, and we put a, a full lifetime warranty on the vehicles when we do spray them. So we have a number of consumers yeah. that say, no, we want the crown warranty on it. Interesting. And, you know, the other problem is is that it doesn't hurt anything. It only protects because the solvent, uh, whatever its carrier, disappears and, and just a layer is left. That's right. Right? The product works because the oxygen is cut off from the metal. And we had to fix our own loaner car this week because the gas tank and lines rusted no. out. Get out of here. No, seriously. Well, I, you know, I bought the car. I was already 15 years old. Wasn't so even built in this decade. We should have had it sprayed, obviously. <laughs> I'm hoping I, the I, original I, owner would have had it sprayed. I, I know somebody that can help you, Alan. Perfect. 
perfect. Uh, we're coming back with Carrie Schmidt from the OPP. We're through, we're, uh, I hate to say this, we're going to get serious. Talking about a serious accident that happened on the 400 Series Highway. And uh, so we were talking serious. Uh, one of the techs got jail for writing an illegal safety certificate. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. All, All right. Go ahead, Al. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. If you missed any of our shows, don't forget, you can go to Dave's Corner Garage and download our podcast and watch us. You could watch us, like, every day if oh, you right wanted now, to. Oh, right now. You can be, uh, go to, to zoomerradio.com and, uh, and, 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 and you can off. get our gorgeous faces. Don't flip us off. This is Dave's Corner Garage. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. It's Dave's Corner Garage coming to you semi-live. I haven't had enough coffee this morning, but we're doing well. My name's Dave Redinger. I'm with Alan Gelman and... Trevor Hutchison from Crown, and we're going on the air with uh, Terry Schmidt from uh, the OPP. Terry, how are you? Hey, good morning. Did I say Terry? I meant Carrie. Yeah, come on. You don't know my name anymore? You forgot who I was? Well, if you make a mistake on the summons, isn't it just canceled? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, we uh, wanted to talk right, about some serious issues this morning, which was that accident this week about uh, two, two fuel trucks and, and then 17 cars or something. Yeah, 14 vehicles altogether, five transport or five commercial vehicles. Two of them were loaded to a fuel tanker truck, massive fireball explosion. Uh, three people lost their lives in that crash. Uh, Halloween night uh, into November 1st, the highway was shut down all day uh, on the 1st and really didn't get opened completely until the following day, till the 2nd. Uh, so and this is, that was a massive cleanup effort, uh, a, a huge tragedy. Uh, condolences to the families uh, and everyone involved in that uh, collision. I've spoken to so many people about it already, and it really was horrific. And if you've seen any of the pictures or videos, uh, you can see some of my accounts. And, and on the news, it was it really was an unbelievable uh, event. And not talking about anybody's fault, but I've noticed lately out in the highway, people aren't just nice to each other anymore. I mean, it's like it's like the F1, you know, like I can get ahead of you and... And I just meet the guy at the corner. It's it's just changed from being letting people in and 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 being courteous to each other. It's like we hate each other. But when you get out of the car, everything's normal again. Well, it just maybe it just depends on on how tight your timelines are, what your estimated arrival times are. When people are running behind schedule and traffic gets a little heavier, and there's uh, delays that are unexpected, and people do get frustrated. And it doesn't matter of all all. All drivers. It's not just one specific type of driver. But, you know, we get a collision. It doesn't take long for traffic to slow down. Obviously, they have to if, if lanes are blocked and emergency response gets on scene. And, again, there's flashing lights. You're required by law to slow down as you're passing by. We've already investigated over 50,000 crashes this year. And, and of those, of, of over 9,000, 10,000 of those crashes have involved injuries. We've had you know, fatality, 268 people are dead already this year on OPP patrol roads that, uh, and for the most part, are very preventable. And the leading causal factors, so we always talk about those big four, aggressive driving being one of them, which is kind of like what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Speed, you're yeah. Inconsiderate drivers, uh, inattentive drivers, impaired drivers, drug, alcohol, uh, all those categories. Uh, you know, we shouldn't be seeing that on our roads. We've got to take our time. And uh, you know, let's, uh, let's let's enjoy the drive, right? This is all about driving. We we all love to be drivers. Kerry, I don't know if you'll have an answer for this. I mean, I, I remember growing up as a teenager and always looking in the rearview mirror for a police car, which uh, <laughs> will always seem to be there, you know. Quick. Oh, you're, you're a guilty mind there. You know you're doing something. You're not looking for us. 
when you're when you're obeying the law. You're only looking for us when you know you're doing something mm-hmm. wrong, buddy. Okay, okay. My point was they were there. <laughs> okay? It's not speeding until you get a ticket, right? And 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 we don't see the police presence. I that I feel, anyways, on on the roads and highways as we did before. I, am I wrong in that thinking? Uh, we're still out there. Uh, you know, our our numbers are there. The highways haven't. Uh, yeah, we haven't uh, paved brand new, too many new paved highways, but we're out there all the time, and, and maybe we're blending in. We have uh, obviously fully marked vehicles. We do have uh, you know more plain uh, style vehicles. You may not uh, be as uh, as noticeable, and you know we're out there. So you know, I know in in the urban areas in the GTA, very often you may go all day and never see a police officer, and, and then you drive a little community and you'll see. Uh, two or three police officers uh, because of just the proximity of where you are. So, uh, you know, we will we'll put our, our officers uh, where they're uh, most uh, needed, but then obviously we're also responding to calls for service. No, obviously, um, but, but I, you know, just with, if, with the greater visibility, I mean, you know, we were talking people who are driving aggressively and driving too fast. Um, with that visibility out there, you know, you're always worried that you're going to get stopped. You're going to slow down. Yeah. Well, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kerry. The rules of the road are there for everybody, and we're there to uh, enforce the rules, and, and, and you, you may get a ticket, you may get a warning. Uh, hopefully you get some education, you see us, and hope, hopefully that you know, triggers your, your memory, your mind, that, okay, yeah, wait a second, this is, you know, I'm not doing my part in yeah. making this road safe. And even even this morning, I was driving down the highway, you know, I was in the right lane, I was in no hurry at all, enjoying just a nice, quiet morning. And this, uh, actually, there's two cars. The first car just blew my doors right off. Sorry, what were you driving, Kerry? What's that? What were you driving? No, I was no, I was driving my own personal. Uh, okay, vehicle. okay, my okay. Personal, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my own personal vehicle, and this car blew my doors off, and he was weaving through lanes like, oh my goodness. I'm just thinking, I'm going to seam up the road here uh, in a wreck, and you know, I got off before anything else happened. But you know, you think you can do it, and and. Obviously, very often uh, you make it home. If you're drinking uh, one night and you get home, you think you're a good driver, and you don't think you're impaired, and you you get you feel emboldened that you can do this every day over and over until we get called for this big wreck rollover, which was actually the the crash we investigated Halloween night. We were actually at a collision just about a kilometer up the road, a three-vehicle crash, single-vehicle rollover, and one of the drivers charged with impaired driving. Wow. And, uh, and so it happens all the time. Trevor, yeah. go ahead. Kerry, hey. we, we've heard a lot in the media about uh, the the onus on, on the truck drivers that are out there, but you talked about playing our part. So what, what can we as motorists do to contribute to maybe safer driving in the prevention of, of these type of accidents on the road? You know what? Focus on the road. It's not just your cell phone. It's not just uh, distracted driving, but it's all types of inattention. And, and we talked a lot about big trucks because when the big trucks wreck, uh, the highway shut down. Uh, but there are hundreds of thousands of, of truck drivers out there that are doing an awesome job making their deliveries, driving safely and responsibly. And those are the drivers that uh, that I want to recognize and reward and thank for, for doing what they do to get uh, to keep our, our store shelf stocked. Uh, it's amazing. And thank you to all those great truck, truck drivers out there. So you're driving a big rig and you've got 80,000 pounds, 120,000 pounds of gear uh, hauling down the highway and you're, uh, you're away from your surroundings. You've got mirrors all over your vehicle, and you get these little four-wheelers that are often uh, cutting in and getting in that last gap, which is taking away your space. So, again, it's all the sharing the road. If people understand how they can do their part, make themselves visible, eye contact in the urban areas when you're making turns and intersections, giving space, allowing people to merge in without tailgating and, and just jamming in, because that just causes more frustration. 
let's uh, we're all trying to get where we're going. Get rid of the bicycles. That's I think the answer is. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Carrie. I don't know if you can hear the music, but we do have to. We we do have to bail. I want to thank you for taking the time today. Thank you very much. Have yourself a great weekend. Thank uh, you. Daylight Savings is uh, coming up as well. Yeah. Make sure you remember to turn your clock back. That means Monday is going to be tough for you because the Monday when they have Daylight Savings is usually a tough day. Oh, don't remind me. He's yeah, what he's saying. And winter's coming too, so get those snow tires on. Thanks, Thanks. Derek. Thanks so much, Kerry. See ya. You know what? In England, they have them, uh, the, the police cars are, are day glow yellow with day glow red. Mm. And, like, they really stick out like a sore thumb. So, uh, that's what they should be doing here instead of just black and white where they disappear. <laughs> Anyways. All right, we've got a whack of callers online, so we're going to get to them. But first, we have to listen to these messages. This is Dave's Corner Garage. All right, welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I said we we're going to take our calls, and we've got a few of them. As a matter of fact, two are related to uh, Crown and what people want to know. Well, you know, let's, let's go to Joanne first. She's in Niagara Falls, and uh, she's got an older car. And, well, go ahead with your question. Hi, good morning, guys. I'm just Hi. driving my car down the road, and I hear your conversation about rust-proofing, and a little voice went through my, my head, my dad telling me for years, rust-proof your car, rust-proof your car, and I've, I've never done it, and he passed away a couple of years ago. So you guys are kind of reminding me that maybe I should do it. But the thing is that, and it's my question, my car is 10 years old. It's in very good shape. I've only got 70,000 clicks on it. Is it worthwhile to do it now? Trevor? That's, that's a really good question, Joanne. Um, do you intend to uh, keep the vehicle? Hi, Joanne. Sorry, I don't know if you could hear me. Do you intend to keep the vehicle? I hope it allows me to keep okay. it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what we'd want to do is we'd want to actually get a look at it for you, get it up on a hoist. Yeah. Uh, but with, with that mileage on it, I would definitely want to protect it. Uh, right. But I'd, I'd like to kind of see it. If you don't see any visible rust in that, sometimes with a vehicle that's that old that's never been done before, sometimes there is rust. And we may recommend going and getting some work done on the vehicle first. Um, but if we can get a visual inspection on everything's okay, it's definitely worth spraying. You actually wash them down if they're muddy underneath and stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so they spray it down and then they have inspecting. Uh, a guy comes in and inspects the floor and, and the lines and stuff yeah. like that. Joanne, what kind of car is it? It's an Aveo. Oh, a Chevy, an old like a that's the um, Suzuki, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's so. A Chevy no. Aveo, but you it's know what? No, touch wood, I've, I've had no problem with it at all. Well, that's no, no, great. Well, car. you know what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to we're going to help you get started. We're going to send you out a, a fifty dollar gift certificate that'll help to uh, offset some of the cost of that. Uh, oh, and then we'll uh, we'll be able to get you into a shop to take a look at the vehicle for you as well. Yeah, so what we're going to do is don't hang up. Just give us your, they'll ask you for your phone number, and then Paula will call you on Monday. Oh, but, super. Thank you very much. Oh, Thanks, Joanne. Pleasure. Take care. Oh. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, it's good oh, stuff. Bye-bye. All right, got Wayne in Toronto has got a, a rust problem. What can we do for you, Wayne? Hi. I was calling about uh, I have an older Camry, a 2009 Camry. Well, it's and not it that old for a Camry. Uh, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> nice car, and my mechanic suggested to me recently that I go to Crown. Um, yeah. But I was wondering, I have small, like, surface rust spots on the body. Well, I think we lost them. Um, so I, I, I can still answer that. So what, what I'd suggest, Wayne, is that... Um, Again, much like the talking to Joanne, is that if you've got some, some rust spots, uh, I would suggest that you, you get them touched up uh, because okay. by, by touching those up, what you'll do is you're going to prevent uh, the rusting basically from the outside in, yeah. right, when the paint spreads. What Crown does is protects the body panels from the inside out. 
Uh, and again, uh, your mechanic's absolutely right. What we can do is we can take a look at the vehicle for you, and then we'll likely in every area of the city, we'll recommend perhaps a body shop or a couple that you could go to get, get an estimate. Uh, but it's definitely worth protecting the vehicle. And the other thing, and on that vehicle, the lines go down the center of the chassis, and they're protected by a plastic sort of cover. And that cover holds all the mud and, and crap up against the uh, piping, and they tend to rot out. We have right, a lot so of that stuff. they've actually put it on as a preventative, but in the yeah. end of the day, it makes matters worse. Yeah, it makes matters worse, specifically on that model. There's an issue with the brake lines Toyota and the fuel Camry's. lines rotting. Uh, Hondas do it as well. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. A lot of companies have come up with that. Yeah. Um, but in fact, like like Dave says, it, it protects it, but at the same time, it harbors that salt, and that's where it corrodes. Alrighty, We need to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, Dave McLean is going to talk to us about the upcoming Toronto International Auto Show, which is coming up in February. But tickets are available now, so we're going to talk to him about that. And when we come back... We'll that's it. We're out. <laughs> We're out. This is Days Corner Garage. Either in or you're out. <laughs> All righty. We're back. Uh, just to, before we talk to Dave, I just wanted to tell you something. I found this fascinating article about what would happen if you took a Formula One car yeah. to Bonneville. And they were trying to reach 400 kilometers an hour. So if you go to our website, Days Corner Garage, click on the little Formula One car, and there's a story going on there. Absolutely phenomenal. It took them days, but I'm not going to tell you the story. Anyways, Dave McLean is on the phone. He's the general manager of the Toronto International Auto Show, and he's already working on the show as we speak. True? <laughs> Excuse me. Yes, we are, Dave. It's a very, very busy time of the year for us. And, uh, of course, uh, like yourself, we're very excited about the upcoming 2018 Canadian International Auto Show. Now, you actually go to other shows and you, you look what they're showing and then you sort of try and get them to come into Canada. Is that correct? Yeah, there's, there's a number of reasons why we go to events around the world. One is to see what's happening, to try and figure out what, uh, what future trends uh, are uh, at least looking towards uh, in the auto industry. As, as, as much as we, uh, we all like to believe it, not everything uh, originates in, in North America and in yeah. Toronto. <laughs> so... Uh, we keep an eye on what's happening with manufacturers in other parts of the world. We also uh, take a look at, uh, you know, what sort of uh, consumer experiences they're presenting to see if there's anything that we can do to make ours that much more unique. So, Dave, what's hot that's coming up this year? Electric cars? Well, electric cars without question. I mean, I think what surrounds electric cars is that people have, you know, so many questions about electric vehicles and, you know, in terms of their operating capabilities, their range. Um, how they recharge them, how long does it take to recharge them. I mean, there are so many different questions. So one of the key features that we have this year is called Evolution. Mm -hmm. And not only is it going to be a display of electric vehicles um, at, at the center of it all, but it's also going to include new technologies, companies that connect cars to home, um, so it'll be a vast array of everything that's, that's uh, you know, sort of forward thinking in the auto industry, as well as, you know, our own personal lives. Interesting. I was reading the other day about the Republicans in the United States are thinking about taking away the um, benefit of $7,500 if you buy an electric car because they feel the industry could probably stand on its own now. So. Yeah, well, I don't know what they're doing down in the United States, Dave. If anybody's got it figured out, I think that they're probably next in line to be president. But uh, Yeah, Mr. T is taking care of that, yeah. There, there are things <laughs> that happen in, in uh, Canada and in Ontario in terms of rebates that are forwarded or awarded to consumers, presented to consumers for ownership of electric vehicles. There are, are all kinds of benefits, but uh, I think people have to understand what the real cost of operating a vehicle is as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Any chance that Tesla will actually be at the show? <clears throat> 
Pardon me? Any chance that Tesla will be at the show showing some of their yeah, cars? Yeah, we're, <clears throat> we're talking with Tesla right now. Uh, certainly they were not in last year. They decided to take a, a, another route, and I think that uh, I don't think it worked out for them. Mm-hmm. I think there's an expectation for uh, them to be at the Canadian International Auto Show. I know that uh, they like to position their brand as being uh, sort of counterpoint to the industry, and that is that they don't sell, they don't market their vehicles the, the way the industry is traditionally. But mm-hmm. I think the industry is also changing the way that it markets and sells its vehicles, so they need to be aware of that. Otherwise, uh, they're going to have their own challenges. Well, up to now, they didn't have to sell a lot of cars, but with the three, they want to get into the mass marketing. So, uh, well, certainly that's going to be their volume vehicle. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what, what, what can I say? So tell me about We Can Buy Tickets Already. Well, tickets just went on sale, <clears throat> excuse me, Monday, uh, or sorry, November 1st. And uh, we're really excited because we had the highest single day of sales in the 40, well, this being the 45th year, the 45 years of the Canadian International Auto Show. Wow. Of course, we've only been online with ticket sales for about the last 10 years, 12 years. But um, uh, it was a great day, uh, and, and even followed by a very strong second day. So you can go to autoshow.ca right now. You can buy tickets. They make for great stocking stuffers, Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, you can just uh, take advantage of the 25% discount that's available from now until the end of yeah, December. Yeah, $18 so for a ticket. It's, it's great to be, uh, you know, to be excited about the auto industry and about the upcoming auto show and be able to have everything locked in place and uh, ready to go. Family Day uh, is that first Monday? Family Day is going to be on Monday, February 19th. It's uh, always a big day for the auto show. There's always what we call a show within a show. And uh, we're really looking forward to this year. We've got a number of different programs. We've got some great features. Um, of course, we've got uh, you know a relationship that we've forged uh, with Hot Wheels for this coming year, their 50th anniversary. So that's going to be a great family feature and draw at the show. And uh, uh, we're, uh, we're, we've got all kinds of other programs planned as well. Yeah, we're going to be down there with our town hall. Uh, probably right after the OPP or before them. <laughs> yeah, I know that uh, it's, it's something that you mark in your calendar, and so do we, Dave. We love having you guys down there. It's Thank great you. to get that interactive dialogue going. Uh, consumers have a lot of questions, not just about automobiles, but all things related to the automobile, and you guys put on a great forum there. Thank you. We give away a lot of stuff. I mean, our sponsors are giving away tires, and we give away crown cans, and I don't know. I know that. Swag yeah. is good. So the You're auto show is... You're me up for prizes, Dave, so I'm, I'm fully prepared. The closet is loaded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1,000 square... What is it? 65... 650,000 yeah. square feet of automotive delight. Wow, it's unbelievable how big that is, especially if you go to the Detroit show and it's like it's small compared to what we have here. Yeah, and, and that's a funny thing, Dave. Everybody thinks, well, this, this you know, the, the, the granddaddy, the, the, the uh, North American International Auto Show in Detroit is the big one. But in fact, Toronto is bigger. And, and, and I think, and I am biased, but we do put on a better consumer experience. I mean, Detroit has a lot. It's a big media event. Yep. But from a consumer event perspective, I think Toronto does a much better job in providing consumers with what we call the total automotive experience. And, and, other- and Dave's going to confirm that size matters. <laughs> I was going to say, at least you can walk outside. We're, we're bigger and better. <laughs> we really are. Dave McLean, thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Dave McLean is from The Auto Show, and you can get on the on the website, and you can get tickets at 25% discount. That's not wrong. 25% exactly. is good. we got to get out of here so we can get back here because we got so many people on the line. All right. We're going to have to run. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be taking your calls right after this break. Did you hear that? It was me, Glen Allen Motors. I know that guy. Even I take my car there. Uh, yeah, I fixed it. When the, nobody else will take I it. did our entire studio <laughs> audience on yesterday. <laughs> All right. Now, listen, we're running out of time, so this is going to be a speed round. 
Don't ask us how we are. And uh, we're fine, and we're, we're getting fine. for calls. So we wait for your calls. So let's Joan start with in Joan. Toronto. Question about Crown, Joan? Yes, um, I had uh, Crown do my car about a month ago, mm-hmm. and all it does is drip, drip, drip. It's for good a that week, it drips. It was sitting on the road. Yes, but it's good to the last drop. Trust me. <laughs> but it's still dripping in my garage. Okay. All right, go ahead. So, so Joan, what what I would suggest is, have you contacted the shop that did the work for you? No. Okay. I would suggest just just have a chat with them, and they'll uh, they'll look after it for you. Yeah, and we'll give you they'll probably give you stuff that'll absorb any dripping in, uh, that you have. I thought they're going to send the guy with a bucket yeah. or something. It's good that it drips. Right? We we've done that. It's good that it drips. Piece of plastic and put it down yeah. in the garage. Yeah, it, ca- cardboard would be better. Oh well, if, whatever. It's still dripping. I'd get a two-for-one pizza. Get the big one. And then when you're done with it, you put the box underneath. They work great. Joan, if I can shut this guy up for a second. It's good that it's dripped because it actually has to move into yeah. the cracks along the, the seams and all that yeah. stuff. It has to get yeah. in there, and that's how it works. It will eventually stop, and you'll yeah. be good for a while. All right, Joan, thanks for calling in. We're going to go to Art in North York who's got a problem with the key. What, you can't find it? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I want to get a replacement key for the vehicle. What kind of car? It's a Nissan 88 Nissan pickup. I went to the dealer. They haven't done it for 12 years. Uh, you know the, the Canadian tire? Nope. They no, did, no, you know what? There they did are, my Ford. Tell you what. I took it up there. They said, nope, they can't. There are lots of independent locksmiths out there. Uh, just look in the yellow pages or Google well, them. I've tried. Um, okay, Art, give me a call on Monday. i got a really good art locksmith. I'm guaranteed he can help you out, okay? Okay, another question. You know, Quickly. That crown. Yeah. I haven't had it done for two years now. It should be done. I don't drive it in the winter months. Okay, hang on. Uh, we're going to get your phone number, and we'll send you a coupon. We'll get a coupon We, for we a miss respray. you, Art. Come back to us. Yes. All right, we're going to go to <laughs> Port Hope now and speak to Frank. He's got a question about his Hyundai. What can we do for you, Frank? Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, curious about um, um, the recalls, but sometimes... I go to the dealer for an oil change and whatever, and they'll say there's a recall on right, it. Right, right. But I never see them online uh, advertised as. Yes, you're absolutely call, correct. You know, a recall. I, I know with all the other companies, if if you go, for example, to Honda or Toyota, you can go right to their website, Toyota Canada or Hyundai Canada, and there's usually a button that says recalls, and all they ask you to do is type in your VIN, which is the 17 digit number, yeah. and it yeah. will tell you, you know, what's been done and what still needs to be done. They they do keep records. Oh, because, you know, quite often I just go for recalls and I don't see anything. Yeah. I go to the dealership and then all of a sudden they say, oh, there's a recall in there. Well, okay. there you go. Like I say, so check the website and you'll be able to punch your car in and get that information. And hang on. We're going to take your phone number and we're going to get your coupon out. Perfect. Right. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, and uh, let's talk to Frank and Hamilton. Frank and Hamilton has got an edge. What can we do for you, Frank? I have trouble with the uh, backup camera. Is it not working? No, no, it's not. Uh, I think I did one once recently. Um, Is it the camera burns out? The camera. Did it go like foggy or it wasn't focused or just quit altogether? It just quit altogether. It would come on once in a while, but now it's been uh, dead for quite a while. Unfortunately, it's the camera itself, most likely. Um, I would get it diagnosed, but uh, you could look online because I know that the customer of mine found one he bought on eBay for half the price, and it was an original Ford product so okay and it's price on the camera if you buy it here probably about 800 bucks it was crazy um but he bought it for about half that will the record sell it to you uh yeah record will sell it to you uh go to parts 
hyphen no it's car hyphen parts.com car hyphen parts.com uh, every record in North America including Canada uh, just punch it in and you can find as many as you want and it wasn't very difficult to change so no. any, any garage can right. do it for it could you. be like 25 or 50 bucks something like that good luck with that Frank Thank you very much. Okay, You're very now, welcome. a couple of quick things. Yes. Well, we're doing the show in two minutes. <laughs> there was a technician a couple of years ago who signed a safety certificate on a vehicle that did not actually pass. Mm-hmm. Somebody was killed. Uh, his name was Joe Romano, and he ended up getting jail time and 48 hours of public service and two years probation. So safety checks really now have become really serious. A lot of documentation on a safety check. Well, they were always serious if you took it that way. Yeah, I mean, well, this guy you know, didn't. But, but uh, you know, we get, it, we get people in sometimes where they go, you've always serviced my car. I mean, so you should know. All of a sudden, I'm responsible, you know. For, for doing your thing. Well, um, so, you know, please I, I and I what I do I come back to people and say you know what I couldn't tell you if my own car would pass today because until you get it up in the air and you look at it you know stuff happens and you could cut right. a tire you could ruin a brake line all kinds of things could happen BMW is recalling 1 million vehicles in North America this came out last night at 12:30 okay <laughs> that's just a world show they were trying to like slip it in yeah exactly. slip it in <laughs> one recall covers 670,000 uh, three series BMWs uh, from 2011, uh, 20, sorry, 2006 to 2011. So, what kind of problem were it having, you know? Uh, fire problems. Ah. All right, now the second one covers 740,000, uh, 2007s to 11s. Uh, the valve from the heater that could rust and lead to a fire, that's a rare case. Uh, so in other words, if you own a BM, I'd be checking the website, looking for your serial number and making sure that you uh, are not in the recall. Actually, a lot of people take their phones with them when they're doing the BM, you know? You know, the other thing about uh, <laughs> They do. They, about you know, they the recalls, sit there and you just look at the phone. From the dealer's position, it's, it's good because you get to meet the customer again. <laughs> the dealer's position. Yeah. Well, the guy, you haven't seen him for a while, right? Uh, and bad news from the government is that the Republicans are looking at repealing the $7,500 federal EV tax. Mm-hmm. So if you're buying an electric car, you're going to pay full freight. So I'm sure that's going to push a lot of guys into these electric vehicles if they're going to. <laughs> I want to thank Trevor from right. Crown for coming down. You're very welcome, gentlemen. And thanks thank for giving you. away those uh, certificates. Very oh. kind of you. We are happy to do that. Really want to thank Dave McLean from the Auto Show. Go online. You can get your tickets early. Save yourself a whack And Kerry Schmidt uh, from the OPP. Thank you. Yeah, one last thing. So this article in the Toronto Star this morning says this guy threw a bottle in the ocean with mm. a note, this gal from Oakville. And two years later, somebody answered the note. And I'm thinking, how come it takes 14 days to get a letter to Scarborough? <laughs> it doesn't work for me. Anyways, have a great weekend. It's Drive been a pleasure. Safe, everyone. Please pay attention. Leave your phone off. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Who cares about the clouds and we're together? Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.